pops on, singing to that highway song. Got a little nice smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you like, be your dynamite. Following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. 20 in the morning for this July the 12th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek.com today, whether it be for baseball tickets, hockey tickets for the upcoming season, or whatever show you want to go to through uh, the dog days of summer, which are upon us here. The Major League Baseball uh, had their also, but by the way, we are part of the Belly Up. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com to check out all the great articles and uh, podcasts as well, including Craft Food Sports. No credentials required, and the Rising to the Occasion podcast. All great podcasts on the uh, Belly Up Media Network. Uh, and uh, thank you very much, everybody who uh, listens to the show and watches on Facebook uh, and uh, tw- and uh, Twitter and on, jeez, uh, oh, I'm struggling today for some reason, and on YouTube. But anyways, Major League Baseball had its celebration last night. The All-Star game was a beauty, 3-2 win. Uh, it was a fantastic game. It was all just the, uh, the drama throughout the game, the enthusiasm from the players. The game was played with uh, a high intensity, but not too much. It was a lot of fun, and everybody was having a good time playing the game. The uh, the Latin players, they added a little bit of extra to it, and that's not being uh, uh, besmirching them at all. They add a lot to it. They they added a little extra flair, as always, and it was a great uh, show of baseball. It was a great, uh, just a great event out there in Seattle. The people of Seattle should be very, uh, very proud of what they accomplished last night between the Home Run Derby on Monday night and then the All-Star game last night, and then the uh, as the season progresses and the uh, – you heard it here first, folks. The people of Seattle also want Shohei Otani, and that's where I think he's going. But anyways, the uh, yesterday, of course, when it's, whenever they have these celebrations, it happens throughout sport. Gary Bettman does it at the All-Star Game uh, and then and the like. But you had Rob Manford giving his State of the Union address last night, yesterday, uh, talking about the pitch clock and the playoffs and baseball and sticky stuff and on and on it went and talking about challenges and baseball that's coming up. But Manfred, he just doesn't have any kind of feel for the game or any kind of feel. We talk about a lot on the baseball field, how guys have a, uh, there's a feel of the game of baseball and the way the game is played. And we talked about it a lot uh, before the season started with the pitch clock. But yesterday, Tony Clark, prior to um, Tony Clark, the head of the Major League Baseball Players Association, executive director or whatever he is with his uh, perfectly manscaped beard, uh, Tony Clark was out there 
you're talking about. He will hope that the uh, Major League Baseball would come before the playoffs started. And it's something that I said that, that would uh, have to be, be addressed before the playoffs started. Uh, Tony Clark came out and said that they, he'd like to see uh, the pitch clock altered a little bit prior to the start of the playoffs or prior to the start of the stretch run uh, that, that get, gets into the, the baseball game, into the pennant races, because there is a feel to the game of baseball and there are some high tense moments, high intensity moments, and there are some pressure situations. And Tony Clark said that he would, they would like baseball to add a couple of seconds here or there, or maybe tweak the rules a little bit down the stretch. And that's something that I talked about back in March. So I don't know if the, uh, the people at world headquarters of baseball were listening to the 1420 podcast, but it's one of those things that I came up with a long time ago. And I said, it was something that, ha- that would have to be addressed uh, moving forward before the season got into the playoffs, because baseball has a feel to it. Baseball has a, de- a definite, um, uh, a mystique to it in the way the game is played. It, it, it really can alter things a lot. And it's one of those things that baseball has to address prior to getting into the situation that they might get a, a pitch clock violation prior, like in the, in the world series. And like Manfred did agree that nobody wants to see a world series decided on a violation, but he also said that maybe they don't, they don't want to make a change because a, a change, uh, you shouldn't change the rules. The, the, there shouldn't be two sets of rules. One, one that has uh, been played all regular season long and then one that's, that's changed into the, into the playoffs. And I, I agree with him to an extent, but there is something that's got to be done a little bit altered here or there. And Tony Clark, uh, he came back and said, basically, I, I'm not saying get rid of it altogether. I'm just saying that adding a few seconds here or there isn't going to turn a, a two and a half hour game, which is pretty much the average around baseball into a four hour event. I, I agree with Tony Clark on that, that it won't change a whole, a whole bunch and it won't change that. And I, there was one thing that maybe if they, they listen to the, the 14, 20 in the morning here on July the 12th, maybe it's something that they could alter uh, when you get into the later innings and the, the higher, the higher leverage situations of going to the seventh, eighth and ninth, where there is no pitch clock or increase of the timing of it all and, and have that as a ruling. Cause I think that's something that, that baseball doesn't want to, doesn't want lost in the big picture. Because like I said, baseball has that feeling that you just have that, those moments that come up and we had Aaron from Booliana sports on back in the, uh, back when we were doing the major league baseball tour ar- around the parks, we were talking about he, something that he said that the, the Bryce Harper home run in the playoffs last year, it took three minutes for him to, it felt like three minutes, it probably wasn't three minutes, but it felt like three minutes, him coming up to plate and, and, uh, and, and the, the intensity of the crowd and everything, the way that it built and the, uh, the home run just topped it off, topped it off. So that was one of those moments you don't want to lose in baseball. And that's all that, that Tony Clark was talking about yesterday is that you know a, a moment in in uh, a, t- a game between the Kansas City Royals and let's pick a, a team that the Colorado Rockies in in July doesn't have the same moment as a game between the uh, let's, let's pick two playoff teams the Houston Astros and Los Angeles Dodgers in October there's a different feeling you got to have and a different thing that baseball has that, that they, that's all Tony Clark was saying but in, in true Rob Manfred's passion crosses his arms stamps his feet and says this is the way things are and we, we're not going, going to, to talk about it we aren't going to change things. And it's just one of those things that Manfred and Tony Clark are in this situation because labor strife is coming, folks. Don't don't you kid yourself. One, one side says one thing, their side says, says the other. And baseball's in for a heap of trouble. I predicted this a while ago that it's going to happen throughout. Uh, and the, the more and more that these two, these two uh, sides are talking, it's uh, the more and more strife that's going to happen between the, the, the labor union and the Major League Baseball because it's coming. And I, I brought that up a while ago as well. So uh, I, hate to, I hate to say I told you so, but you know what? I told 
told you so, and it happened here at 1420 World Headquarters. It's just one of those things. You just don't know how it's going to turn out. And I, I don't think Manfred uh, has his ear to the ground to the fans. I don't think there's one fan in, in baseball who or a fan of baseball or a fan of any sport that wants to see something on a, a, a championship decided on a technicality uh, or, or a rule. I mean, rules are rules, but rules aren't are maybe broken, I guess. But there are certain things, and the feel of the game shouldn't be altered uh, because of uh, somebody needs to get the, a certain commercial in or, or whatever's got to happen or, or it's got to it's got to speed things up. Because I don't think there's a, a baseball fan on the planet that wants to see something uh, get decided on that. And I don't think anybody's in a big hurry come October to turn their TV off. You like there's baseball games you want to see in, uh, especially when you might be out on the field umpiring a game that you you're like, geez, can this game please end? But there's games when you're sitting in front of a TV. If you're if you're a a baseball fan and you you, you invested your entire season it, it, or invested yeah, the entire season watching baseball, you don't want something to end uh, just like that because of some uh, a rule that was just instituted this year. I know that uh, things things change. I know that there are different ways of doing things. I know that the um, there is an evolution of sport, but uh, there's some things that shouldn't change. And another one that they brought up yesterday, and speaking of changing a little bit, uh, Rob Manfred said that they've been testing this in the minor leagues. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they're, they're, they have been doing a lot of uh, challenges to the strike zone and just uh, going to the ears and the headphones, everything else, what's going on. And they're, they're, they, it seems to be working pretty good in minor league baseball. But the, the funny thing is, is that Rob Manfred said that it's, it might come in, in 2024, but they weren't sure. And they're not going to roll umpires yet or the the, the the total pitch track system or whatever it's called there's different different ways you can do it but the pitch track system they don't uh, know if they have the technology to have that a hundred percent viable for the 2024 and beyond so they don't have that going yet so one thing i don't understand about this is how do you have a um a challenge situation to get every pitch right if they don't have the the the, the technology to get every pitch right for the regular season and for every pitch, how can one or two pitches be caught by, by that same technology for a challenge system? Is there something I'm missing here? Something I'm not understanding because if, if the, the challenge system works so perfectly, then why can't it work perfectly for the, uh, for every pitch being called throughout the regular season? I don't understand. It doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me. I think I personally, I, I don't see anything wrong with the way the game is called. Now, if you watch the, the guys who umpired last night it was really good with the best pitches in baseball. And then if you watch on a nightly base the, the umpires are really 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 good at calling balls and strikes in my opinion yes there are some some guys who aren't good but the guys who get the uh the postseason assignments they are the ones who are really good and they and they have do a hell of a job are we going to go to, to, to robot, robot umpires and pitch tracker full-time i guarantee we are i just think it takes away from the game a little bit i know my uh, main man jim at the fan of the van disagrees with me about the umpires but the, in general the guys who get the postseason assignments into october and the guys who get the high level games come up pennant race season those guys are, are the really good ones who don't make the mistakes that we see on a, on a nightly basis on television or wcbl games that i'm working but it's just one of those things you just don't know how it's going to work out you don't know when the uh, when it's all going to change when it's going to become uh, just the norm that it's going to be uh, just the robot umpires and everything else because I think it's going to be a, uh, a sad day for the umpire fraternity. I think it's going to be a sad day for baseball a little bit when they do go to that. It's just things do change and I understand that. It's it's, it's just uh, it's going to be hard to see as an old umpire myself. It's going to be hard to to see that go away but you, you know that it's coming to baseball. Rob Manfred said he's working in the minor league system. I think they're doing it in double A or triple A. I can't remember that where they're using it but they said it's, it's working well. The challenge system is working. I see a few YouTube clips here and 
there and a few uh, Twitter clips here and there where the, the challenge system seems to be quick and it does work, but the technology isn't quite there yet. So if the technology isn't there to go full-time robot umpires, I don't understand how a uh, the, the, uh, the part-time uh, robot can uh, go up for a challenge. It just doesn't make a whole bunch of sense to me. Uh, another thing that I guess that they, they talked about yesterday, Manfred talked about, Pete Rose ain't getting the Hall of Fame anytime soon. Uh, he has no intentions of, of changing that. He has no intent, intention of having that uh, that rule change. He has no intentions of of uh, altering the, the ruling back in 1991 when A. Bartlett Giamatti said that uh, Pete Rose is suspended for life. And then Giamatti, he uh, passed away shortly thereafter. So that's been his legacy for all these years. He was only a, a commissioner for a few, year, a few years when that, that ruling came down. And Pete Rose willingly signed that deal saying he's going to be uh, suspended for four life. So Rose knew... Pete Rose knew what he was getting into. So it's one of those things where Rose, he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's not looking so good. You don't know how much longer uh, Pete Rose is going to be alive, but I don't think Pete Rose is going to get in the Hall of Fame as long as uh, he's alive. He might get put in posthumously is whatever the word is. But Rose, uh, as uh, Rob Manfred said yesterday, he's happy with the way things sit. He knows that that Rose broke the rules and everything else. And like if Rose didn't break the rules, he wouldn't have signed that that, uh, declaration and that contract, whatever you want to call it, back in 1991 or 89 whenever it went through and so yeah that's one of those things that Pete Rose ain't getting in and lastly yesterday um they talked about the baseball. We know that there's a sticky stuff situation. They got rid of it, and they're checking hands and everything else. But in double the Southern Double A League, I think they're they're testing out baseballs that come uh, hermetically sealed for your protection from Dow Chemical. Actually, that they're getting baseballs made. They're a pearl white baseball with some uh, white stitching put on them. But they they're a pearl white baseball that's been looked after, and there's a certain chemical to have the sticky stuff put on on the ball prior to, so it doesn't need any uh, pine tar. They don't need to be rubbed up prior to the game. They don't need the Mississippi mud that we use to rub up baseballs in, in uh, throughout the minor leagues and college wood bat baseball. So they're going to have a different kind of baseball. I don't know how much they cost and what the cost efficiency is of, the, of these things, but they're going to have a universal baseball that's going to be just, here you go, they're, and they try to double A. They want to to refine it a little bit, but it's one of those things you don't know how, how that's going to last. And because pitchers are, are very finicky with the baseballs they use, but I guess if that's all they can use, Garrett Cole can't say no. If this is what you're offered, this is what you got to use, you, you, you can't play. So you wonder where that's going to go. But it's, it's good to see that baseball is trying something to have a uniform baseball because no matter what, certain guys rub the ball certain ways and certain clubbies rub the ball, ball certain way. It's kind of like the rubbing balls is kind of a funny thing to talk about on a on a Wednesday morning. I'm talking about different kind of rubbing balls, everybody, but rubbing the baseballs everybody has their own different color different this different that that they like and it's 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 going to see you can say it's uniform baseball and how it's all supposed to be done but you wonder why it can't be done at a factory at, at dow chemical or have it done uh, and just have the ball shipped out already me and dave talked about that man we, we're, we're here at 1420 world headquarters we're way ahead of the game and the way it's all talked about so you just wonder how it's all going to turn out and how baseball moving forward is going to look say in the year 2030 uh, we're here in the year 2023 and who would have thought that we would have had a a pitch clock and everything else it's uh it's funny the way uh the uh, evolution of sport and the evolution of baseball has worked out like not a lot has changed in the 150 years or 160 years of baseball but things are changing things are changing slowly all, all are all of them for the better i don't know i'm a old baseball purist and old fart baseball guy so i don't like some of the changes some of the changes are great for the game uh in general the pitch clock has worked it just games have sped up i i like the way that the shift to the no shift now that that one's worked out well we talked about yesterday how baseball is in a, a much better spot than it was uh, it was in 10 15 years ago and the uh, the the, the 
the, the talent that was on display last night at the All-Star game was second to none. The, the, the players were great. The game was great. The game was played the right way. And it, it's just, it was a, an entertaining game. And it was, uh, it was kind of fun to watch when Julio Rodriguez came up to bat in the ninth inning at the bottom of the ninth for the American League and the, the nerves of the, the uh, Seattle fans. And that, that's the great thing about baseball, no matter what, when your guy's up to bat, uh, that you're standing there with your hand in your mouth, uh, chewing on your chewing on your knuckles. Or they were your nails. Now you're chewing your knuckles off to see if your, your team's going to win. And the people of Seattle, they were uh, nerved up to watch that to ending of that baseball game last night. And the game was played the right way. And the game was played with a lot of enthusiasm. And you like to see that in a in an all-star competition. Baseball's the only one that does it right. The, the rest of the sports, you can't really play. Well, basketball could. They just don't. But the the other sports aren't, aren't played in the same fashion that the Major League Baseball All-Star game is. And it was great to watch. And it was great to, to see. The only thing I uh, would really like to see uh, in baseball in the coming future, and I don't know who might agree with me or disagree with me on this one. I'd like to see A-Rod get a job as a, uh, a general manager of a, a really bad baseball team of maybe like the Kansas City Royals so we, we wouldn't have to see him on TV anymore. I'm so sick of that guy's fake smile, fake smug look and the whole bit. Last night, just just him eating popcorn last night was bugging me. I can't stand A-Rod. It's one of those things. He really gets he, he gets on my nerves a lot. It's one of those one of those A-Rod, uh, no matter what, what he's doing, what he, he could just be, he could be just looking into space, breathing. I'm sure that would bother me. But A-Rod, I, I hope the, the best for you. I hope that one day you become the, man, the general manager of the Kansas City Royals so we don't have to see your face on Fox television anymore doing uh, post-game, pre-game, mid-game reports or whatever it may be because uh, I, I just can't take you, man. Anyways, 1420 uh, Sports Bar Podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like Boomstick Lady. No free throw is safe from the roar of her sticks. SeatGeek helps her find a seat in the direct eye line of the shooter so she can sit where her boomsticks make the biggest boom. Everybody okay? SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more so fans can fan. Anyways, let's get to uh, birthdays, get you guys out of here. Thank you very much for joining us on on uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, uh, the, the viewers on uh, what I, I don't, I can't know, believe why I can't believe this YouTube as well. I don't, I'm having trouble today, guys. Uh, things going on here at 14 World, 1420 World Headquarters, like always. But anyways, uh, happy. 33rd birthday to former Atlanta Brave, New York Yankee, St. Louis Cardinal, New York Met, Pittsburgh Pirate, and current Detroit Tiger Jason Shreve, who was born on this day in 1990 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Shreve has been in the big leagues for far too long after being drafted in the 11th round of the College of Southern Southern Nevada in the 2000. Uh, 10 Major League Baseball draft. Uh, Shreve is better known for being the bane of my existence during the 2015 through 2018 New York Yankee season. Every time I looked up, Jason Shreve, left-hander, was on the mound getting lit up by, again, with my Yankees. I couldn't stand him there. So, But anyways, the happy birthday to long-time, far too long-time Jason Shreve on his 33rd birthday. Uh, 
just one of those guys chasing three light birthday month this month. I had this, the guys I've had the last couple of days haven't been very good, but anyways, Dave and I are back tonight recording. It's been a while, been a week since we got uh, going. We're supposed to do one on Sunday. Something came up in my, my part of the world. Couldn't get together, but Dave and I are back tonight to talk about uh, the all-star game and all kinds of different shenanigans, whatever might come up. It's the uh, light, light part of the season. The dog days of summer are upon us. So it's going to be a, a fun festive show tonight with Dave. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Now I, I get it right. Uh, it's very important. We, and we have some pl things planned. We'd like to hit a, a goal of uh, 200 subscribers to our YouTube channel by the, uh, by our, our third anniversary coming up on the 20th day of August. Also be listened to, uh, be sure to listen to all the different podcasts there at bellyupsports.com and, and, uh, and the like, and visit, visit our friends, the fan of the van, uh, level the playing field and Aaron at brutally honest sports. Uh, great, great shows and lots of laughs with those guys. Uh, anyways, Talk to people about the show. We appreciate all the support you give given us every day for the last two two years and uh, eleven months and uh, and in uh, twelve days. Been a, quite the journey here. Fourteen twenty world headquarters. We thank you very much for everything that's going on. Make sure you go to SeatGeek, get your tickets, and as always, remember it doesn't matter where you are; it's who you're with. Have a great day, folks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. 